welcome to the dungeon. The sex dungeon. The sex dungeon. You're already fucking sweating like crazy. I am. I'm I re- always sweating. I really should get the cool... I don't have I don't have a hair, hair to catch my sweats. So yeah, that's I should have got a sweatband for you. <laughs> should we wear glasses for this episode? We're not doing conspiracy talk, man. We're going to do conspiracy talk. So do you want to do this like um, episode one, like the new studio? That essentially could be the beginning of this. Welcome to the... We're in the ark right now. It's flooded. You can't see outside. At all. And it's a thousand degrees now in this sweat shack. (laughs) As predicted in Mildura, it's 30 degrees outside and 100 degrees in here. Um, Hopefully the fans aren't really heard too loudly. Um, So, on this episode we have Chris Returns, because it's been like four weeks. Since you like, like three weeks since you last. I've probably been four weeks actually. Probably since been, yeah, maybe even longer. Yeah, you've been dead. Yeah. What have you been doing? You've been suffering in actual like medical wards. Yeah, I've been living the dream. Yeah, living the dream. <laughs> as to be honest, um, I've been trying to figure out like how I should approach this episode, just because like memes are easier, or like we got the. I don't know how do you want to approach this today. Well, as you can see, this is our new... We have a banner now. A banner. Let me just remove that. I should probably, like, get it down there. It's just that it'll be easier. Then you can see the logo. I'll get a stand for that, too, then. I'll put my arm... Boom stand. Yeah, or something. Just so it's not the logo. Um, we've got a skull of a cow that I found when I went camping in year 12. And the lower found a dead body and just picked it up. And made, like... It used to be... And I've got his pelvis over there. They used to stand the skull on. Um, we've got the Fuck Shack uh, logo there from my girlfriend that I got given for our anniversary. Um, long story short, this is not the Fuck Shack, but it's, it's an inside story. Um, we've got a racist Chinese man that was given to me for this Christmas by a friend, which ended up being a scavenger hunt. Um, and we've got a photo frame of Jim Croce, which is uh, part of the scavenger hunt story, which I should probably... We should probably get Sean on and discuss that one. We got uh, Shrek the Buddha. We got Dr. Meerkat. We got the Seer from Vikings. We got Heihachi Mishima and the Owl. I can't remember the fucking name now. The Owl from um, The Hobbit. Yeah, and soon I'll have these bolted in with photo frames up on them. And I've also got the assortment of good shit down here, like, you know, the conspiracy helmet. The conspiracy helmet. We've only got one. Yeah, now we, we can't get any more anymore. No, because yeah. our manufacturer hasn't made them anymore. <laughs> um, Jack has moved away. For now. Is there, yeah. I think he'll be back. Yeah, I think he's in Sydney. Yeah. So it might be hard to get him there. Sydney. Well, we'll get him on a Zoom call. Yeah. We'll ship him in. The yeah. government's coming for him. He's moved away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the government's after him. Yeah, pretty much. Um... <sighs> so, so what, Matt, how have you four weeks been? What have you been up to? Me? Yeah. Pain. Pain. And suffering. And suffering. Yeah. Like out of Naruto? Yeah. Yeah, in Ward 3? Pretty much. Yeah, what are your thoughts? In the medical ward. The <laughs> medical ward is fun. Yeah, what's your thoughts on medical nursing? Um, All for the sake of your job, you don't have to ask. No, it, it's, yeah, I have a huge amount of respect for what they do, but it's just, it's too much. There's too much patient care, not enough actual stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much just bullshit. Yeah. And it's all very, um, you just come in and you just, like, work, 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 hurry up, get stuff done. Yeah. 
task focused and you never get to like talk about why we're doing things or yeah. you never get to like stop. So mm, the rat race. Yeah, literally. So speaking of rats, who do you think would win in a fight? Stuart Little or Redmond from Ratatouille? And Stuart Little, obviously. Why? I don't know. What? He could do some Iron Man shit. Yeah, but yeah. Remy's got control of the person. Yeah. So we're saying like Remy without the person? Oh. I have no idea. Yeah. This is where it gets. This is where the plot thickens. Mm. This is where we go deep. Yeah, deep podcast. dive into the uh, versus the who law. versus who. Yeah. The law of Remy or Stuart Little. Well, Stuart Little, like, is he actually a rat or is he a mouse? He's a mouse and he got adopted. Yeah. Um, brother or something. But mice are significantly smaller than, like, rats. Yeah, but... But... I don't know. So if he has little cars he can drive around and stuff. Yeah, in a plane. Yeah. But Remy can, like, use knives all right. <laughs> <laughs> Remy has lethal force. I can't believe this is. Well, opening with this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to find content. <laughs> It's been a week, well, a week and a half since the last re- release of last episode, and that was too serious. What was the one week and a half ago? Oh, um, that, that was with, with yeah. Courtney and talking yeah. about um, different denominations of religion. Oh, yeah, yeah. And her fo- search for truth and all that sort of stuff, which I'll get it back on for good and evil. We'll discuss in an episode on what's good and what's evil, which there may not be Is anything there at all. Good? Yeah. To be continued. Anyway, back to the story. Stuart White. Stuart will win because he has planes and a car. He could just run over Remy. <laughs> he could just like be driving down the street and he could just like motor. go Iron Man and just build himself like a little robot, robot suit. suit. Okay. So does that mean Remy still has full access to like his human? I presume so. Oh he could just go around controlling humans. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's only that particular one, like oh, okay. whatever his name is. And he would have he has like actual human hands which can grasp larger things. Hmm. Just depends how it plays out. Like, what sort of environment are we talking here? We're talking about the streets of New York from, like, Stuart Little 2? <laughs> or the streets of France? Or the, or the kitchen? Because if Stuart built, like, a... Um, a Gordon Ramsay. A Gordon Ramsay kitchen? Yeah. He, can, he can control Gordon Ramsay. Oh, that'd be a fiery inferno. That'd be horrible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't ready for that, were you, today? No. Um... I couldn't think of anything else. Like, I could like I found like a whole laundry list of philosophical topics that we could talk about, depending upon what you feel like talking about. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna talk about perspective. Perspective. Yeah. Alrighty, we'll go with that. What do you mean by like how like, how Remy will be defeated? Stuart, Stuart yeah, Remy. yeah. Depending on your perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Like how the same thing can be interpreted like very differently. Yeah. By people who have different, you know, different outlooks on it, and how that that different outlook can change the outcome. Yeah. How you look at something can change how you, you know, it's not about life isn't about you know like objectively what mm. the hand you're dealt, but how you choose to mm-hmm. deal with it in different ways. Like in a religion. Like in a religion. <laughs> what ways, mate? Well, most religions are talking about the same thing. The only the difference is their perspective. Mm. Like most of them are discussing the grand scheme of existence and different cultures and emotional interpretation results in different religions. Mm. Yeah. 
that's one aspect of a perspective that I could be right or wrong about. Please don't <laughs> kill me. <laughs> um, so what aspects do you want to talk about? Like, we see that in healthcare as well, yeah. with people, and they have different outlooks on the same situation and how that affects, you know, their actions and stuff. Yeah, so such, a, such as like um, an obese patient who continually comes through over and over again and doesn't seem to want to fix their own problems because they have a system that does. Yeah, yeah, or even just um, like seeing people um, who both have like a similar, can both have a stroke mm-hmm. and one person recovers because they're super motivated or like putting themselves in this position where they're like, I have to recover. You yeah. know, it's only a setback versus the woe is me kind of perspective yeah like it's all too hard it's all you know the world's against me kind of bullshit yeah and how that doesn't get you any further and actually only gets you worse yeah so what do you think that like so let's start with maybe discussing that um what was me mentality where do you think that sort of stuff develops from like why do you think those perspectives are being held in like healthcare like for somebody like what was me yeah like what like because if you want to talk about perspective um well there's millions of different types of perspective in the context of healthcare um, why is somebody woe is me? Like, what causes that, do you think? I think it has to do with a little bit their life experiences, but also just their perspective on everything. Yeah. Some people see life as this thing where everything has to be cushy and easy. Yeah. And that's the only way that, you know, life has to be all going for me, not against me. Yeah. And so every time they see something that goes against you, instead of seeing it as a part of life, they see yeah. it as... That's right. Close the, the inner sanctum. The sex dungeon. Ah. We're locked in here now. If someone grabs the key and locks us in, we're fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, I have my phone. That's right, we'll be fine. Um, <laughs> as you're saying. Um, and then, you know, they see everything has to, it should, it should be easy and it all should go in my favour and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. So, do you think that's more, like, let's... Say, do you think that's a grand cultural creation? Do you think so? People who become like that, you think it should be easy as a cultural thing? Like, for example, like in in Australia, like we seem to like like the Australia Dreams combo. <laughs> <laughs> um, like actually having an easy. It depends life. where you're from. Yeah. So, like you see, a lot of farmers aren't the same, or a lot of people in like rural and regional areas who yeah. go through a lot of tough stuff don't you know don't yeah. have the same outlook. Yeah. Do you think that's just because of the um, the harder nature of their lifestyle? Yeah, I think it's what you're exposed to as well. Um, yeah. You know, if you live your whole life in like a cushy, easy environment and mm. never do anything that's hard, then yeah, you know, when something does happen that's bad and you've never gone through adversity before, it'll feel like you know the whole world's against you. Yeah. I've been reading a book or listening to a book recently, mm-hmm. David Goggins. <laughs> Never finished is these new book that came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is essentially talking about the whole perspective aspect. Whereas, like he, um, he discusses how like he, essentially his philosophy is like to become the toughest. He wants to become the toughest man on the planet, and so like his way of adapting his perspective is seeing those challenging things as a um, something that's going to attain, like come towards his goal. Yeah. So like. Yeah, and seeing it as like a minor setback and like a, you can get something out of your struggles yeah. in life as well. Yeah. I think the human, when you talk about the human experience and what 
is guaranteed to happen to us. You know, there's the duality of everything. Yeah. Where there's happiness, there's sadness. Where there's, you know... Yeah. Um, where there's sort of, like, peace, there's suffering. Yeah. You know, if you want to... Like, how good is it if you... You know, having that day off or going on that holiday if you've worked really hard for it. Yeah. How good is your day off if you spent the whole week suffering? Yeah. You know, where you come home after a long day of work and sitting on the couch is, like, the best thing ever. Yeah. Whereas you get someone who's on the dole and not doing anything with themselves. And yeah sitting on the couch all day sucks and they want to go do stuff yeah whereas the person who's going and doing stuff just wants to do nothing Mm. it's all all relative well Mm. well, you don't really know those things unless you experience like a contrast to it of course so that's Mm. why they exist um like you don't understand freedom until like you're you're not Mm. um that is in, that is interesting though, that like our whole lives are just affected by our position and then our um, interpretation of that position mm. and like your own perspective yeah you know and the way you choose to look at the the world yeah and we're in a new, unique position as people to actually be able to like manipulate that which is pretty interesting I think mm. Mm. yeah like how my guy opened <laughs> up the eighth gate <laughs> in uh, spoilers man spoilers uh, I'm not there yet. Sponsored by G Fuel. G Fuel, I wish G Fuel. I wish I could get David Goggins on. I mean, here in Australia, we're just like, yeah. bomb, we'll, we'll go to see Jocko in May and we'll be like, come on, my podcast. Yeah. Come do Jiu Jitsu in Mojura. Yeah, come break my neck. <laughs> yeah, you def- imagine. You definitely snap my neck in half. Good old Jocko. Um. Also, take a road trip through Australia when it's gone from like Melbourne to Adelaide. Yeah, so. And he'll stop in Mojura. Oh, he would have to go through Mildura. He would have to go through Mildura, wouldn't he, really? If Unless he was driving, he he'd probably fly. Yeah. If he was taking a bus or something, a Jocko tour. No, he'd be taking, like, a tank. False <laughs> <laughs> Mildura. Something like Empit, yeah. Nah, I doubt he'd come through. <coughs> um, so what made you want to talk about perspective for? Why, what brought on that topic? I don't know, I just thought it'd be interesting to look at, like... Yeah. Um, talking to my father, like, recently. Yeah. About like him having cancer and it being terminally ill like he's had two diagnoses so one in the past was about like eight years ago gave him like less than like two percent of like like living like four years or something like that and they eradicated it a hundred percent yeah um which is pretty well unheard of and then getting cancer again but his whole perspective is that you have to live life you can't just sit there and go and just give up because you may as well die then yeah and so he's had friends who he's been diagnosed who have then also been diagnosed and they just die off because they just sit at home and they don't do anything with themselves. Yeah. And they just go, oh, poor me, poor me, you know. Yeah. This sucks, I'm just going to sit at home and watch TV. Yeah. And saying maybe there's a difference there in, you know, your perspective on it and not only how much you enjoy your life but also the outcome. Whether yeah. you can, whether that has an effect on the actual outcome of your cancer survival. Or your health. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's definitely some, like, of course there's definitely some truth behind that. Like, he's like old people, like, Jer- your Jerry's. The Jerry's. The Jerry's, like, those, love who, them. those who are not independent, they end up suffering and dying earlier. Mm. Or don't want to maintain their independence. Yeah. And just want to, like, die off. Yeah. Yeah. So that definitely end. So, it's very, it's very interesting how, like, your mental perspective can actually have this, like, 
overall effect on your physical being. Yeah, it can have very real physical yeah. consequences. Yeah. Like we were talking about with old mate the other day not coming to jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about old mate. Oh, yeah. Anyway, there's your saying. Yep. And you know how he didn't want to come to jiu-jitsu because of, you know, this or that, and he wanted to get his life in order and stuff. Yeah. But, or you could look at it as jiu-jitsu as a way to have regulation in your life. Yeah. And would that positively affect those things that you're trying to get under? Yeah. Under control? Yeah. So there's always multiple ways to look at one thing. Yeah. But there's never, never just one. Yeah. But, like, with altering those perspectives, it takes a lot of, like mental strength and effort is like not not easy especially when like you're not used to doing that all the time um it's really hard to get yourself off the couch if you're used to the couch you only have to do it once and then you can go back to it and then do it again and then you know well, what i'm saying yeah. you can try a little bit every yeah. single day yeah it's not, not it's not once, it's, it's not like you have to flick it like a switch yeah but that's, that's what yeah. i mean it's, it's like a, it's like quitting cigarettes or something like that yeah you, you quit it you may maybe last a day yeah okay then you try again then you last two days and you try again, and then you last three days, and then... Yeah, but still not necessarily easy. Yeah. Yeah. It takes but if you don't try. Yeah. You've got to at least try. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you... So what, are you trying to change any aspects to your perspective or anything like that that you seem to be... Um... That you seem to be what you... Well, seems to be something you need to change, or... Like, in terms of my... Yeah, probably less negativity. Yeah? Yeah. Probably just learning to... One of the things that I struggle with is I'm always... Like looking forward, yeah. Or never like in the moment. I'm always like, what's the next thing that I'm going to do, and then the next thing, and then the next thing, and then the next thing, rather than just enjoying what's right right here and what I want to do. Yeah. And trying to enjoy every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just looking at it as like, you know, looking forward to the weekend yeah. or when I get time off. Yeah. Try and enjoy every single day and try and get something out of every, every day at work, especially in an environment where at work I'm not necessarily enjoying it. Yeah trying to, you know, maybe get something yeah. out of each day. You can even find the fun of how shit it is. Yeah. Like, the best thing about a shit situation is making jokes about it. Yeah. Like, that's probably the best thing you can do. Yeah. I know, mm. yeah. Okay. Like um, and, and also then continuing to do the stuff that I enjoy as yeah. well. Because normally, like, when my mental health gets bad, the first thing I do is stop doing stuff. Yeah. I'll, like, want to just be at home and sleep for, like, 13 hours a day and not go to the gym and because oh, I've got a shit job or oh, last you know yeah whatever so continuing to do the things lately that have been giving me like a lot of purpose like jujitsu as yeah. cliche as it sounds yeah. you know I keep going to the gym now it's like I'm going to the gym because I want to get stronger for jujitsu and yeah. stay physically strong and fit mm. and I want to go do cardio so I can you know last longer and I can last an entire five minute round or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, um, true. There's like that kind of stuff, yeah. and trying to do the things that I enjoy, even when your life's bad, because yeah. those are the things that gives your life meaning. Yeah. So even if you're in a, like a situation where you have a shitty job and you don't like it, um, you know, look at that job as like, you know, hey, I'm going to use it to get it somewhere. I'm going to, you know, go to work and I'm going to work extra shifts so I can save up and put myself through university or open a business or yeah. invest in something. But also, um, you know, work being a means to an end, yeah. means to getting money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And using that money to live your life, which is yeah. really, like, I always looked at work as, uh, 
you know, been you know, has to be something that you're super passionate about, especially what we do. Yeah. Um, where people are like, oh, well, if you don't like it, you shouldn't do it. At the end of the day, it's you know your job. Mm. Really, all it is is just how you pay the bills. Yeah. Um, anything outside of that is yeah. a bonus. So why not do something? You know that yes, you're passionate about as well, but fits all your you know fits all the criteria. And so that's why I'm looking at things like perhaps do I try and get to like a outpatient or community setting? Yeah. Like for work away mm. from the ER. Super busy, super fast-paced, super draining, mm. impatient, or you know, like looking back at mental health and how much I enjoyed working there. Yeah, as you know, it's tough stuff everywhere, and I had yeah. reservations working there, but every place has got their problems. Yeah, 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 and looking at it doesn't have to be the dream job that I aspired to. Yeah, but it might be a job that I enjoy, but also fills my like what I want out of a job. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's very, um, like, I think, the like, the key to, like, success and that sort of thing is, like, lower your, like, it seems like you're doing this, lowering your expectations. Mm. Yeah. um, And, like, you're not going to love every single day at work, and you're not going to love every aspect, and sometimes you might not even like your job, but that's okay. Yeah. Like, not it, yeah. Your job's not who you are. Mm. It's just part of your life. Exactly. I don't, I try not to identify with, like, my nursing thing. I don't even identify with the things I do, I just do them. Not fully anyway, I wouldn't say. Um, I'll probably need some time to think on that one. But yeah, well, I think the things you do do identify you, but it's not like. But it's like it's all part of you. Yeah. It's not like the one like you see those people in like one thing or like their job is like their entire personality. Yeah. Which I think is really it's really common in what we do yeah like in you see in emergency services the military healthcare it's like they're a doctor and that's their entire personality that they're yeah. a doctor or that they're a nurse and yeah that, you know I'm an emergency yeah I'm an ICU nurse and it's yeah. like this big accolade yeah all there and that's fair enough yeah I understand for doctors because like they're spending like their life they spend a huge chunk of their life becoming that yeah. and that's their life like it's medicine well it has to be it's their practice it has to be yeah for them because with the amount of hours they work and yeah but to me it's just I don't see that as yeah I like, like I got I got like a mate that works 12 hours a day 6 days a week yeah and like his entire personality is just his job yeah that's all he talks about we go out like now for dinner yeah all he talks work. about is work yeah it's like that's all he which you know when you're spending like what half your day like 80 hours a week working yeah what can you expect but but that I um yeah I guess it, like for me like probably similar to you that like I will build upon like my career in nursing but it's that I you basically use it as a means to do what I really want mm. cuz like yeah. the things I really want to do are, like I can't get well I could potentially get paid for it but like out of the 0.1% of the population somehow it's not necessarily going to happen mm. but currently that's not occurring yeah. so I just use it to do to support the things I want to do like do jiu-jitsu go work out like go on adventures, read books, you know, do a podcast, mm. buy equipment to do that. Yeah, and the um, flexibility of nursing as well. Yeah, allows for that. Yeah, um, and of course, like mental health nursing, you get a lot of perspectives and you learn a lot of new things. It's not necessarily learning um, clinical skills like putting an IV cannula in or anything like that. It's more or less learning how to interpret different perspectives 
full circle. Yeah. Um, and how to actually work with that. And so you actually learn, you learn like a multitude of skills in eight hours. Mm. If you, oh, that's if you actually pay attention to what you're doing. Some people don't, but that's if you're actually paying attention to what you're doing. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. I think especially right now, so I'm gonna try and do I said I wanna be a paramedic, but then yeah. um I guess like I said, my perspective on what I wanted and what I need right now with everything going on in life. Mm. Maybe um talking to a few paramedics about their work life balance and now that I actually starting to get like a life outside of work. Like yeah. instead of it just being like go to work, work out, go home, play video games. Mm. Now I'm starting to get hobbies and things that yeah. I enjoy and people that I enjoy seeing and hanging out with and um, you know, people who are paramedics and they're working, you know, twenty or twelve, fourteen hours a day. Yeah. Not really getting to do much with their life and outside of work, unfortunately. Yeah. Um maybe do I want to do that? Do I want to do that now? Will that change? That could change in a few years and might go back the other way, might go. Yeah. Now's the time, but that's why I'm gonna try and even if I go back to mental health, try and keep the emergency thing. Yeah. Like once a fortnight. Yeah, keep those skills in yeah. the back. So I want to work more as well. I yeah. Like working part time is good for work life balance, but it's not good for your bank account. Yeah. Always. Depending on what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be nice to do like point nine. Yeah. For example, get like one. Extra work shift. four day four shifts one week, then five shifts the next week. Yeah. And have like a really good life balance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'll find side hustles like Bitcoin. Side. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of investing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to look at my wallet to see like what it's like at the moment. I think Bitcoin's crashed recently. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably not as much. And as NFTs. NFTs. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I, have a, um, I have a cousin that was doing NFTs and he put like ten grand in yeah. last year and he got like twenty grand profit. Oh, nice. Like not bad. Just doubled it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. How, how do you even cash in NFTs? He didn't, and like now I, I haven't talked to him though in a while, so I don't know whether he has or not. Oh, okay, but yeah, yeah, he's just he does like a policy where he's like putting like fifty bucks or a hundred bucks in a week, him and yeah. his partner, and they just like keep putting it in yeah. every single week, just keep investing. Hmm. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, I'd like I don't know if I'd better do that. I like probably could. Would you consider doing something like that? What? Like do an investment each week? I think so. Yeah. I think if you don't and you try and because I've been trying to be like oh I'll save up and then put a bunch of money into it and yeah. I think if you just keep putting like say even if it's 20 bucks and you just play around with the stock market yeah. even if you lose that 20 bucks it's like putting 20 bucks in the pokies or yeah. like but neither of us drink Yeah. so I'd say that as like some people spend like 250 bucks a week going out on the weekends yeah. or run 50 bucks through the pokies I can put 25 bucks or 50 bucks into the stock market maybe Yeah. and you know even if I lose 25% of that I'm still getting like 40 bucks true so I've already only spent 10 yeah. and maybe I'll make 10% true I've got to think about that because I, like, I really want to find other means outside of work to mm. like for example if I ever get the opportunity to monetize this I'll definitely monetize this podcast mm. but it's, it's going to be a slow grind though but like that's only just that's just <laughs> it's Rage Shadow. Yeah, Rage. Our sponsor, Rage Shadow. No. Um We shouldn't say that, we gotta edit that. Oh you're sure nah. <laughs> Not a sponsor, sorry, just jokes only. Um <laughs> Unless you wanna be. Um do you know they actually made like a Ronda Rousey character for that game? No. Oh, never mind. We'll just won't talk about it because we might get in trouble. Uh, but yeah. Um mm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I, um, I remember listening on my trip to Mount Hotham when I was by my, when I was going by myself and listening to a, another audiobook. When you went without me. When I went without you. Yeah. I tried to invite you, didn't I? Uh, I think you did. Did, but you couldn't because you had like a your work couldn't. Yeah, our that. work weeks yeah. were like opposite. And I tried to invite Jono too, but he wasn't having a bar of it. Um, I should have gone. That would have been good. We're still trying to do a. Uh, no, uh, what's that? Grampians. Grampians, yeah. We could go like hiking. Well, if you, I wouldn't mind doing like a budget trip to the Grampians. We could definitely the do it. The problem is like money. Yeah. Like getting money right now and putting money into like trying to save for Japan. Yeah. Like budget, um, yeah. I it'd be nice to like just go away, like even like stay in a swag or yeah something like that. Well, those trips, those are the best trips, and they're cheap and they're fun. Yeah. Like for the Grampians, we could do that. Well, it depends on which work script like January. Do you know what your roster's like? Oh, January. Yeah. I have no idea. Well, if you find out, like, because I got manual until the 16th, like, yeah. 10th, between 10th and 16th, we could find, like, a three-dayer mm. just to chuck our swags and just wing it. Because that's yeah. the best trip is, like, we just wing it, just camp on the side of the road illegally. Legally, sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's illegal. Yeah, I don't know. What are they going to do? It's for safety, anyway. Yeah. Too tired. Get cleaned up by a truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, goodbye. Good night, Matt. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> what a way to go. The semi-death. Uh, um, anyway, with Endure, like, talking about living day-to-day, Cameron Haynes, like, he's another ultra runner. You know about him? Mm. Yeah. Cameron Haynes, yeah. So, like, he has that same philosophy. And it's a philosophy, like, of, like, a lot of Buddhists, Zen Buddhists, like, it's a very, like, tri- like an old-school philosophy. It's a stoic philosophy. Mm. It's, like, realising... To live is to suffer. Yeah, and like, and to realise that like, you should probably take your perspective of every day as your last day and live it as if it is such. Yeah. Um, How did you spend your last day? Yeah, that's the GoPro probably. That's turning off. That's right. Or did is it, it explode? Did it explode? Oh yeah, yeah it's fucking hot as. You mean for like something that's supposed to be like an action cam? Yeah, can't handle the uh, Mildura heat. Can't handle. Okay, I think I'll do a transition to the laptop cam. Um, I'll just say the quality will probably drop if I do do a switch or not. We'll find out. Or maybe I should just keep it on the laptop cam for now until I get a camera that can actually stay cool. I have to get a cooler for the... Yeah. Yeah, that's weird that it's an action cam and it can't... Can't handle heat. heat. Yeah. That's kind of sucky. Yeah. I never had that problem with my GoPro. No. No. I feel that. What GoPro is this? That's a GoPro 8. Oh fuck, fucking hell. Yeah, I'm just leaving trouble with the fan. Maybe you don't put it on... Is that hot as well? Yeah, that's hot as. Yeah, that'll it's probably... actually hot as. Yeah. Just put that there. We'll just chuck the fan on that, so actually that's like, maybe. Yeah. Don't we'll be alright, but the technology is, uh... Gonna fuck, blow up. I don't want to spend anything here. Yeah, it's kind of. Kind of, yeah. Um... You've got callous hands, so you can't feel it. I don't have no feeling. Um... <laughs> Um, how, yeah. did you, how did you spend your last day? Like, ideal last day. Oh. Like, if you were to, like, I would say next Tuesday you were going to die at midnight, what would you do Tuesday? Probably everything, like, maybe minus naps. <laughs> Just have a nap? No, I don't, no, I would, like, I'm, I've been napping a lot recently because I've been having a terrible sleep, but even when I wake up I still do what I want to do. Yeah. Like, I still want to keep working towards something. Um, like, every day... Well, I try to anyway, because I'm always working towards something. Um, I think I wouldn't change anything I'm doing right now. Mm. Maybe except for the napping. But that's hard, because I'm having shit sleep, and that's because of, like, personal issues. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of much the same. I think it'd be like, I'd like to wake up 
like have a decent sleep. I don't know whether I'd want to see the sun rise or not. Yeah. Like if it was your last day on earth, I don't know if I'd want to spend it sleeping in. Yeah. As someone who wastes too much time sleeping in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like wake up, do like jujitsu or something like that, and then I'd like have like a family lunch like Christmas or something, just have yeah. like all my friends yeah. or something like that, hang out. Yeah. And then I'd go on like an adventure with the boys on last like time. Oh, like fuck so around just like all the boys in one car. Yeah. Or like a bus or something like that and just like go somewhere and just drink and like shenanigans yeah. around town. Yeah. And stuff like that. And just hang out. Like I think the best thing in life is just like some of my best memories are just hanging out with the boys. Yeah. All the boys in one spot. Yeah. That'd be sick. When you bring that up, like one of the recent memories that I really love is um, like I went for a run last year with one of Caitlin's friends, Red, and she's mm-hmm. like a um, AFL blogger, AFL worker. She works for AFL, um, and she's also like an umpire. You know, mm-hmm. she she does her umpiring in Darwin, and she's working towards being in the AFL, doing umpiring in the AFL. Um, we went for a run with her in this sort of weather, where it was like 30 degrees. I think that was probably the best run I had in my life. Like the feeling of the sun. Like it's just, it's not too hot where it's unbearable, but it's just right where it feels good. And you're sitting there and you're just talking mad shit while you're running. And then you come back home and you have like a nice cold drink. I'd love that that'd be a part of my last mm. day if the weather was just right. Nice cold drink on a hot yeah. day. Or like, like a nice ice cold beer after like a oh, long day at work. Yeah. Like, yeah. You get, like you go out and you just have that like, like go out to the pub with yeah. the boys, just like that yeah. first sip of like ice cold. Yeah, beverage. Play another game. Oh fuck! Play another game of D and D with Sean and talking shit. Oh, you you got to meet. You meet Sean tonight anyway. Is Sean coming? He's got to come and like it was mainly character creation, but just yeah. the like the amount of shit talk is like it's the best when it's with mates. <laughs> I just. I'm so just, who's coming tonight? Sean. I'm Sean, David, and you. Okay. And we'll just do character creations, and I'll get the D. I'll get the sheets like another day, and I'll just type up what we got so I can work with it for the story. Um, but yeah, no, I think that'd probably be just shit talk. Cause yeah, you're just absolutely right. Just like hanging out with the boys is like yeah, the best. It is. Women, women are pretty good to hang out with every now and again. Yeah. But just hanging out with the boys, just like yeah. one last day. Just the boys. I don't. Yeah, just like hanging out with the boys, just going like causing trouble and hanging out and just like all the memes. Yeah. And, and like, it, like, do do you ever feel like um when like you're on this streak of just work? you're grinding like grinding for your goals so you always feel like there's that last like social part missing sometimes like meeting up with like yeah yeah hanging out with the that's why I always say everything comes down to balance yeah I think as cliche as it sounds like your whole life my big perspective thing is balance yeah like, like the one thing that I've known noticed my whole life is like key to happiness is balance yeah to be doing like I said you know you work all day you get a cold drink have yeah. a bit of a cold drink yeah. If you just keep working and working and drinking, you know, yeah. know, warm water or something like that, it's, yeah. not, it's not ideal. Yeah. But like, you get to work all week and then you get to hang out with your friends. Yeah. You can't just be like, I couldn't be the type of person that's just like grown 24-7. Yeah. I don't think it's like, because I think at the end of the day you have to enjoy your life, you have to slow down and smell the flowers and yeah. that kind of stuff, because we are, you know, you could die tomorrow. You yeah. You're grinding for your, to become a millionaire and working yeah. 16 hours a day and then just die. Yeah. Well, it probably depends on your goals too. Yeah. Like and like what what's meaningful to you as mm. well. Just doing stuff that you enjoy. Yeah. Like, Goggins wants to be the toughest man on the planet. 
he's going to have to be like like he says in his book he has to be unbalanced so something he has to yeah. throw away his friends for a while to do what he has to do yeah I think that that's another aspect like I don't think it has to be balanced sometimes depending upon well who the you balance will be. shift so yeah. like there'll be times when you're likely it, it won't be like 50-50 it might be 90% or even 100% work but then after yeah. a while you can't do that forever yeah it's not. It's not healthy. Oh, it's, well, it's definitely not healthy, but it depends upon what you want to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're talking about a healthy perspective, you definitely need some balance. Yeah. I think you burn out after a while. Or yeah. Become very mentally unwell. Yeah. Psychotic. Manic. Yeah. I'd be interested to see if Goggins is. I think he's. Well, I don't know. He's actually very insightful to himself. Doesn't mean he's not mentally unwell. <laughs> well, it depends. Well, I guess that's a matter of perspective, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Well, he's definitely got. Well, of course. He's it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, is he mentally unwell? But probably there's no dysfunction there because yeah. he's actually higher functioning than like the normal person. Is he obsessive? Yeah. Yes. Is he a little bit delusional? Possibly, depending on your perspective. Yeah. Like you could easily say his obsession with being the hardest person for no reason. Yeah. Then I don't think that's crazy though. Like maybe, maybe fifty. If you said yes, I'd be like okay. If you said definitely not, I'd be like okay. Yeah. You know, if you're like, yeah, that's definitely crazy because, you know, he's not achieving anything. Yeah. Well, and ultimately, life is meaningless anyway. Yeah, so yeah. It's what, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Do do whatever you want because ultimately, it doesn't mean anything in the long run. So you can yeah. do ridiculous you shit all you want. Do, you may as well do what makes you happy. Yeah. If that's what makes you happy, then, like I said, then yeah. yeah. You, so you were to say, no, that'd make me miserable, then okay. Yeah. I don't necessarily think he wants to be happy. We need to get him on and talk to him about that because I don't think he necessarily wants to. He doesn't want to be happy. He just wants to be great. Well, I think that's what makes him happy. Yeah. Well, not in the moment. Yeah. But like overall, that's what brings him pleasure. Yeah. Like, like that's. Yeah. That makes him like when he's when you're sitting back at the end of the day and you're going, mm. you know, has today been a good day? Yeah. He would say like, yes, if he's yeah. gonna run a hundred miles. Um, how many runs? He runs like 200. I think you said he like he runs up to 250 miles when he's working up to a week, working up to like some of the ultras. So that's a lot of fucking running. Oh, yeah. That's like 20 miles in the morning. I wouldn't mind doing like that, a, yeah. I wouldn't mind doing not like an ultra like running, but yeah. I wouldn't mind doing like an ultra cycle. Yeah. One day, just like hack your shit on a bike and just like yeah. ride real far. Do you just go see a bunch of shit? Do you want to come on an adventure with me then and do that? I'll definitely do that with you. That'd be fun. Okay. We could we could we could definitely try and figure something out. Yeah. Like get like a little like backpack on your bike yeah. and stuff and we could like pick somewhere to ride. Even if we have to drive the car with the bikes on the yeah. back. Drop the car off somewhere. Yeah. It'd be the cheapest trip in the world. Or we could like ride from where's from here, what's interesting from here? We could ride to like Renmark. Yeah. I think we could ride further than that. Renmark wouldn't take too long. It'd only take like three days I reckon. We do hundred kilometers a day or more. Let's start with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Let's do that. Let's find like a four day and fucking just do it. I'm definitely down for that. I'll definitely do that. We could start small. We could do like ride to Lake Kalalaran, for example, yeah, like on a weekend. Yeah. And then like, and then camp there the night and then ride back. That'd be so fun. I'd love that. Yeah. I love doing shit like that. I do have that to figure out like how do you get water and yeah food and yeah. Like I've got a life, that would be I've got a life straw, but you just suck up like some sewage or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, that's nothing I'll do in my last day. A bike ride. A fucking bike ride. A random bike ride to nowhere. Just like exploring. Because that's what I do on my weekends. Like, I ride my bike at random places all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like when we rode that night. Yeah. That's fun shit. Yeah. I would have kept riding too in, that, in the flood to see where it went. But, yeah, maybe we can do that tomorrow instead of going to see Avatar. Tomorrow night. Yeah. I thought we would have gone to Jiu Jitsu. Well, we could do Jiu Jitsu and bike ride. You only live once, Chris. Huh? You only live once, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you got to play as many video games as you can as possible, true. Yeah. Watch yeah. as much anime as you can. Yes, as much anime as possible. And get as much inspiration as possible. Yeah. Believe it. Believe it. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, what do, you, what do you want to see out of yourself then when you're, like, on your deathbed? I'm I know, I know deathbed. like, I think I remember when I first got you and asked this question, and you said, um, essentially, like, but I'd like a, was it that you wanted to have her for family and stuff like that? I don't remember. But anyway, tell me what it is now. What What do I want? Yeah. What do you want out of your life? I don't know. Life of meaning. I really want to retire early. Like, I want to... Like, nice I've one. got um, my uncle and auntie that I look up to a lot. They're, like, 60... So as opposed to, I know some people that are working like at 75 and they're still, like not because they want to, because they have to. Yeah. But I've met people I, I recently... Like John. <laughs> yeah, I recently had an old dude at work who was like 85 and he's still a farmer full time. Fuck me. And he loves it. He's yeah. like, this is like, this life. flies around. Yeah. Fucking doing crazy shit. Yeah. Um, ended up unfortunately breaking his leg and that's how we met him at work. Yeah. But he was yeah, like super awesome, just like... Hmm. To be at that age and still doing what you enjoy is ultimately what I want. Yeah. But like talking about like my auntie and uncle, they were he uh, he was a chiropractor, mm. um, ran his own chiropractor sort of business. But they've like retired and they live up at Bright, mm. um, and they for like ages and you know they go skiing and they work during the winter and do skiing. Yeah. And then you know he'd be a chiropractor during the summer and mm. they you know semi-retired and travelled around and stuff and they're still like they'd be like 60 something 62 yeah but to be like that age healthy energetic being able to like go around and actually live your life Mm. at the end that's probably what I would have wanted yeah yeah to be like financially set up to where I can sort of retire at that age yeah like I'm thinking I wouldn't mind doing some sort of a job where I can run my own business my own consultancy Mm. Um, so probably not in healthcare but you know something something you know what I'm saying where I can dictate my own hours and I can choose how much I want to work in the end yeah and I can you know pick up a bit of work for a few months and do it and then retire you know go back and take a few months off and yeah then work that kind of thing have a family um I've always wanted to have a like cabin in the woods yeah situation yeah like um somewhere maybe down through Victor Harbour area Strathalbyn have like a bit of land, have like a nice cabin in the woods within and out, like chill out, do yeah. some hunting, fishing, yeah. kind of just like get away from everything. Yeah. Like I think whilst I'm young now, I like uh, a little bit of the hustle and bustle. I don't want to live in the city, but you know, yeah. so I can be close to things like close to jujitsu and close to like your friends and mm. stuff so I can go do stuff in town. Yeah. But eventually I want to, you know, Get a nice, nice property somewhere, maybe. Yeah. If property is available anymore. Anymore, if that's even a thing, that's yeah. a concept. Remember the old days when we used to have 
used to have. He used to have property. He used to allow to own property. property. Yeah. In the good old days. In the good old days. When I wasn't born. When we weren't born. Yeah. yeah. Anything else for Adolf? Uh, I don't know. I don't know This has been a weird podcast. It's been has it been weird? I don't know. Usually we have like a predetermined like topic and I have like a list of things I want yeah. to talk about. I thought it was a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it was pretty solid. What do you want, Matt? You already know what I want. To be the best at... Best ninja in the world. To be the best crossfitter. Yeah. None of the I think it was best athlete. Best athlete I can. Best human being I can. Yeah. yeah best Matt I can. Sort of thing. Very corny shit, but basically, like I said, I'm like to, to work on improving yourself every day. Yeah, the book of five rings, Matt. Yeah, book of five rings. Yeah, the way is in everything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always working towards improving myself as much as I can. Perspective. Perspective. Yeah. Thank you. This has been episode 25. Twenty-five. Yeah, we're going. Oh, lucky twenty-five. We should have done like something more special. We should. But I mean, we're in the fuck shack. In the fuck shack, yeah. In the new studio. I can't wait to actually. We like, some LED lights. Yeah, I actually like saw the ones that you can strip. Yeah. You'd be able to run them along here. I saw some really cool like vintage ones. Um, oh yeah. Which I think would be cool, but they're eighty bucks, and I was like, oh, I'll wait till yeah. after my holiday and all. Yeah. You get some LED strips. Yeah. And you can like run them along on top of everything. Show you everything I framed over. Yeah. Um, and I'll try to get my mate up for a conspiracy episode soon. Yeah. But get him I on need to come up with some more conspiracies. He's got a whole list for us. Um, um, Stephen LePanny has them, so we'll get him on it. I think we should be good. Yeah, if he comes on. If ever. If ever. Yeah. I don't think he watches the YouTube version. <laughs> Bye.